Hello. Hello. For some reason, my um. Hi, I'm here. Okay, there you go. Oh, there like... they go. Oh my gosh, you're so loud. Let me turn you down. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's not you. <laughs> How goes it? How goes it? It goes well. It's um. We're back to chilly, chilly uh, spring weather in L.A. We had, it's so weird to say this, but we had an unusual couple of hot days this weekend, (laughs) Um, which, you know, it's unusual that it's unusual. Uh, (laughs) So we had we had two lovely days saturday and sunday were both like 80 degrees and clear and just gorgeous just lovely but like what's what's typically standard southern california weather and that is never really newsworthy or fantastic except for um we haven't had any of it for at least at least since before the holidays. Wow. Um, so it's, that's just very strange for us. So it's, um, it's exciting to have a little, it was exciting to have a little warm weather back and now we're back to chilly and it's been kind of rainy, although like on and off showers the last few, really just showers, not like the, the, the heavy, heavy rain that we had, but Although some places did get heavy rain. So, but anyway, we're back to just kind of it's cold and brisk out. It feels a lot more like uh, fall than spring. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so. And the weather's lovely here. Good. Yeah. No rain, just it's lovely. here. A little chill, but nothing crazy. I've been walking around. And, yeah, no coat today. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I've just, I've just had to get my coat back out. Um, yeah, I'm, well, you know me, I might need, have needed to wear a coat because I looked at somebody on a bus stop and they had on like a puffy coat with the hood with the fur. And I was like, okay, <laughs> where are you going? Right. Like, I was like, it was nowhere near that cold. And I was like, my office is so hot. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm not even putting bringing this coat in. I'm just walking right from here to the door. Right. And then I'll be in an oven, you know, mm-hmm. for most of the day. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, that. So, yeah. I'm try not to yawn. Don't yawn. No <laughs> yawning. I'm tired. I'm so tired. OMG. So, mm-hmm. I was in a store yesterday mm-hmm. and I saw something and I like immediately like picked it up because I was like what is this? I've never heard of it so I have M&M's and I thought it was for 
like Easter, but I, was like, I haven't seen like an individual size like Easter. You know, it's usually like the little bitties. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're doing these a contest of international flavors. Uh-huh. And so there is an English toffee, a Mexican jalapeno, huh. and the one that I have, which is a Thai coconut. Wow, that sounds delicious. So it's just not, these are not peanut M&Ms then, just like the regular candy M&Ms. This is a peanut, these are peanut M&Ms. Oh. Well, at least this one is. I don't know about those other two, but this is a peanut m M&M. I guess, okay, so Thai coconut with the peanut. Interesting. Yeah, because I like peanuts. I like peanuts too, but you know, they now they suddenly peanuts, oh, This is and this is strange. You know how we've been talking about how randomly you develop allergies or weird reactions to things the older you get? Um, uh-huh. And um, all of a sudden, I used to, I mean, I, I still love peanut M&Ms, but I can't have them now because I realized or I made a connection that I would eat some. And then I very rarely would get any, but like, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, when I would eat them, I would get a migraine like a really bad headache and then um and i just started to link link it to (laughs) having consumed some peanut m&m so it's very strange but like all of a sudden and it doesn't happen it's not a peanut allergy per se because i can have peanut butter it's a sensitivity it's a sensitivity but it's very strange that i can like do one thing and not the other like I can't, I can't have like a handful, like a six peanut M and M's, but I can have a tablespoon of peanut butter in my smoothie or whatever. Oh. So it's just weird. Well, yeah. Mm, but that sounds good. Thai coconut. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very yummy. I've been eating all of them for a couple of days now. Pretty tasty. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very good. All right. Shall we? We shall. Um, okay, so. Wait, you forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh, 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 hi, I'm Andrea. I'm Kristen. And this is Wait. Tell me everything. And we're about to tell you everything. And drink. Or some of the stuff, yeah. Or some of the stuff. All right, mm-hmm. so, starting, um, we, I just have one story for Newsworthy today, um, and this is from this was on a lot of sites today it's from uh, this is happens from politico um <clears throat> dateline yesterday march 20th um the um byline is by benjamin Werman, and the headlines harvard profiting from early images of slaves the senate says in lawsuit have you heard about this i passed by didn't read it Okay, very interesting. So Harvard University is profiting from one of the earliest known photographs of an enslaved man, despite requests by his descendants to stop doing so. The man's great, great, great granddaughter says in a lawsuit against the Ivy League school. The lawsuit filed in a Massachusetts County court is the latest example of American higher education being forced to grapple with historic links to slavery, which entangled some of the nation's oldest and most prestigious colleges and universities. Tamara Lanier, who says she is a descendant of the man in the photos, 
whom she knows as Papa Renty, alleges in the lawsuit that Harvard has ignored her request to stop licensing the pictures for the university's profit. The lawsuit also says Harvard has never sufficiently repudiated Agassiz's work, which was used to justify slavery before the Civil War and segregation after. The lawsuit says, despite knowing that the images were taken under the most extreme form of duress and were thus the spoils of theft, Harvard claimed the, I don't know how to say this word, daguerreotypes, it's a type of photograph, Harvard claimed that the daguerreotypes as property within its exclusive control. Today, Harvard insists that anyone who wishes to lay eyes on the daguerreotypes first sign a contract promising not to use any of the images without permission. Those who wish to use reproductions of the images can, with Harvard's permission, pay a hefty licensing fee. So... One of the pictures was also used on the cover of a 2017 book Harvard's Peabody Museum of Archaeology and Ethnology published that carries a $40 per copy price tag, the lawsuit alleges. Lanier wants the photos turned over to her family and is seeking damages from the university. She is represented in the case by civil rights attorney Ben Crump, who represented Mm -hmm. the families of Trayvon Martin and Michael Brown. Lanier said in a statement, for years, Papa Renti's slave owners profited from his suffering. It's time for Harvard to stop doing the same thing to our family. Papa Renti was a proud and kind man who, like so many enslaved men, women, and children, endured years of unimaginable horrors. Harvard's refusal to honor our family's history by acknowledging our lineage and its own shameful past is an insult to Papa Renti's life and memory. A Harvard spokesperson said the university had yet to be served with the lawsuit and declined to comment further. Colleges across the country, including Harvard, have been grappling in recent years with how to acknowledge and best address their ties to slavery. In 2016, former Harvard President Drew Faust and Representative John Lewis, Democrat of Georgia, unveiled a plaque honoring four enslaved people who worked for Harvard presidents in the 1700s. Faust also convened a committee of historians to research the university's connections to slavery and advise its leaders and the university in 2017 hosted a national academic conference exploring higher education's ties to slavery. Harvard is not alone. Georgetown has said it will give preferential admission treatment to descendants of the 272 slaves the school school sold to Southern plantations in 1838 to keep itself afloat. And a University of Virginia, mm. yeah, and a University of Virginia commission that spent years studying slavery at Thomas Jefferson's University dropped a damning report last year that concludes, "quote Slavery in every way imaginable was central to the project of designing, funding, building, and maintaining the school." End quote. Battles over. Confederate monuments have engulfed the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, the University of Texas at Austin, and other schools as well. The museum spokesperson said there were 91 slaves named Renty living in South Carolina then. The spokesperson said she claims she has more evidence, but we haven't seen it. This is um, speaking of the, the great, great, great 
great granddaughter. Um, Lanier previously wrote to Faust requesting, quote, to learn more about the slave daguerreotypes and how they have or will be used and asking for a, quote, formal review of my documentation to reaffirm that Renty and Delia Taylor are indeed my ancestors. Faust wrote that the Peabody Museum was involved in projects regarding those daguerreotypes and that Peabody employees have agreed to be in touch with you if they discover any new information, the lawsuit says. But that never happened, and Lanier completed her own research and confirmed that she is a lineal descendant of Renty, the suit says. The lawsuit also includes a description of Lanier's connection to the man in the photograph. According to the lawsuit, the man in the picture, Renty Taylor, had a son and a grandson who were both also named Renty Taylor. His grandson was transferred from South Carolina to the Thompson family in Montgomery, Alabama, and became known as Renty Taylor Thompson. Renty Taylor Thompson had nine children, including sons named Frederick Douglass, who went by Fed, and Renty William Thompson. Fed Thompson is Mady Thompson's father and Lanier's grandfather, according to the lawsuit. The lawsuit says Lanier also grew up hearing the story of how Renty Taylor, quote, defied slavery's tyranny by learning to read and conducting Bible studies on the plantation where he was enslaved. So that is the story. Um, it's crazy to me that it has to come to, you know, that it has to come to this lawsuit. Like, it seems... Well, it's not actually surprising to me because the whole time, like, I was listening to it, uh -huh. the story, and I saw it, it just kept reminding me of the issue um, happening with, um, well, the controversy of, like, the big... What are you doing? Sorry. My nose is big, running. Okay. The big um, museums in Europe mm. and their kind of antiquity departments or their African, um, like, you know, um, collections mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. basically, you know, during colonization, mm -hmm. they stole these things. Right. And now, and they refuse to return them. Mm -hmm. And they have been profiting, you know, for years off of this. So, Right. Um, and they're just very no one wants to return them now like they're like oh yeah they're ours now mm -hmm. and yeah so this this made me think of that and so the fact that she has to go through all these hoops you know it's not your ancestor right so you why should you be profiting off of this like even if it you know if it's not proven or whatever proof that it's not her relative it's just not, I'll say it's a good look. It's not a good look for you to be profiting. Right. It's off of the this. profit piece of it, the fact that they yeah. have these hefty licensing fees in order to, you know, use or like, you know, a, a reproduction of the, of these, of these images, especially like, you know, one of the other articles that I read, like I said, there's several articles out about this particular lawsuit. And one of the other articles I read and like had, you know, had the picture on there. And I thought rightly described the picture as basically like, it looks like a hostage photo, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. because you have, um, 
it's a picture of, of the, the, the gentleman, Renty, and um, I think it was his daughter, like, kind of standing behind him, like, um, kind of, like, off to, like, over the, um, his right shoulder, like, in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of them, at least the way the photograph looks, both of them are uh, naked, at least to the waist down. Um, and they were made to, you know, stand for this. And, you know, and that's why, you know, and then that's, they describe this, most of the articles are basically describing them as photographs. But I guess this, uh, again, the word that I'm not sure about, daguerreotypes are mm-hmm. like the earliest type of photograph that exists or whatever in terms of like the technical photography thing. Um, So give the historical significance, but it's disgusting to be profiting off of someone's misery. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like that they were made to like, you know, here, you know, like it's, and and that these images were specifically used in campaigns to continue to, um, you know, to argue, you know, for the, the continuation of slavery, they were used after the, um, a civil war to promote um, segregation, like um, specifically um, the claim is that they're, you know, they, they, these campaigns were, you know, basically, um, you know, against the abolition movement, you know? Um, So it's that, and that these, you know, these photographs were taken for that purpose, you know, it wasn't just, I don't know, a portrait of some sort or whatever, you know? Um, so it's so awful that they would, like, continue to continue to profit. Like, <laughs> it's like the, it's this, this never-ending profit off of other people's yeah. enslavement. Um, and to, to not just own that, I mean, you know, like, it's in 2019, to not just own that right. is so insane to me. Like, I... <laughs> It's, Harvard, you suck. Harvard, you suck. And, you know, I, I th- thought they sucked a long time ago. I thought they sucked a long time ago. I've never been a big fan of Harvard. But yeah, no, it's it's really awful. And then um, and interesting, that little tidbit about Georgetown. I had it. I didn't. I, a couple of other articles reference that, too, that I this. this um, wow. Did you know about this? No. Yeah. So this whole idea that I guess Georgetown and this is something that they've already put out there that um, there were. um 272 god that is such a hard like 272 slaves that the school sold to southern plantations back in 1838 to keep itself afloat and i guess when that came out obviously like they didn't like (laughs) volunteer that information Uh um but when that came out um they at least went ahead and like tried to make some sort of reparation with regard to that. And so anyone who is a, can, you know, I guess, um, establish their lineage with any of those 272 slaves is um, being allowed preferential treatment for admission to Georgetown. Um, And that's, you know what? And I'm okay. And that's not something that's easy for people to do. Right. So, you know, suck at Georgetown. Right. It's not something that people are easy to do, especially who are descended from slaves, because the, his, uh, the, the paper trail is so difficult. Because mm-hmm. um, there may or may not be, like, proper, you know, um, birth records and death records and all of I that. Mean, 
it's difficult for me to go back through my family history, like to go back after like three generations, like three generations. It's hard because mm-hmm. I, I looked at census records, and the thing is, like they didn't take accurate census records for black people anyway. Like right. my mom's census record is her name is spelled wrong. Mm-hmm. And like so, there's like different things. Like they didn't care. So like a lot of the information, I like, yeah, it's a uh, uh, okay. That just makes me mad. Like it's like mm-hmm. an appeasement thing. Like oh yeah, we'll give scholarships, but like how many people are able to do that? Yeah, it's that's the thing. It's a very difficult thing to do, um, and. You know, so, I mean, and I, again, like, I don't necessarily know that there's an answer to that, that particular, like, Georgetown question or whatever. Um, or I think there are a lot of needy kids in D.C. who could use that money. So I hope that if they don't find descendants who could, you know, take advantage that they would give it to some other African-American Right, that it's just it becomes kind of like a general yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. And, and then again, at least they're not, at the very least, they, they're not like Harvard, like randomly fighting or, you know, right. like, you know, like trying to defend themselves and acting they're as like, though it's some, like, it's not a thing. No. Um, so it's not great, but it's not no, as bad. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, these, you know, the great bastion of liberal. Um, yeah, yeah education yeah exactly yeah please i still like am holding a grudge from 20 something years ago when i I was a i'll tell you a story i feel like i've mentioned the story before Hmm. i was a research assistant for in grad school for one of my professors Mm -hmm. and i was in boston for like a week or something Mm -hmm. and i had a project that he needed me to do so he just kind of like riddle and like again he is a known african you know, historian, Mm -hmm. like, around the world. And so he wrote a note, you know, to the library to say, look, if I could use, you know, the library while I was there, because I need to do something. Mm -hmm. And they would not let me. What did they say to you? Uh, No, they just straight up said no. And then they were like, you can use, like, the Radcliffe Library, which had none of the things that I needed in it. Uh And so, yeah, they would not let me. I'm like, okay, you can call him, like, have some. No, they wouldn't. They just wouldn't do it. And so I was like, I'm not making this a thing. But yeah, they were just like, no, no, you cannot. And I was like, I've never known like a college library that was just like, no. And like, why? What? Like, what skin is it off your nose? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's not. Like, I mean, I get that you just don't want anybody because some of the stuff is like really you know, rare and all that kind of stuff. I get it. But I have my ID. Right. I have a letter from this professor. You can call him and verify this. Like, right. Like, I'm not, like, you know, um, forging, like, UCLA letterhead or anything. Like, this is ridiculous. So, yeah, it was just crazy. And I was like, okay, you guys are snooty, snooty, snooty. That sucks. No, you've never told me this story. This is horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, yeah, no, it's just whatever it's just stupid they're stupid um so i'm you know i'm hopeful i'm hopeful for this um lady miss um 
linear. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to keep an eye on this. Yeah, I definitely want to see where this story goes. Tamara Lanier and her uh, family who, you know, like, I mean, if he's, you know, she's clearly done the done the work of figuring and being mm-hmm. trying to trace everything back, which, again, is no small feat. Um, so, um, but yeah, Harvard should really just be absolutely ashamed of themselves. Like it's just disgusting that they would put this on the cover of some book and and in charge egregious mm. licensing fees for mm. something that is not even like you know proprietary in any way. It's disgusting. Mm. They're they're sick, sick mm. people. So okay, on that note. On that note, yeah. Sorry, that's the only like. There's other stuff in the news, but nothing really that I could get frothy with. Yeah, I feel you. You know. Yeah. (laughs) So viral box. Yes. Let's just move into it. Let's move into it. So, have you heard of the Florida Man Challenge? Uh, not the challenge. No, I've heard of Florida Man and that whole silliness, but not the challenge. Okay, so you know, like, the kind of joke about Florida Man. If ever there's a crazy story in the news, right? it's always, you know, it's always going to be like, some Florida Man did blah, blah, blah. Right. So, like, for instance, like, Florida Florida Man was arrested for asking the sheriff's office to test bad meth. So things <laughs> like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Florida Man. So, Florida man. Um, you know, yeah, bizarre stories going out of Florida. Sure. Just kind of like, if you hear a bizarre story, it's in Europe, you're like, okay, it's in Germany. Like, the Germany. <laughs> so... <laughs> so um someone on Twitter um wrote everybody google florida man followed by your birthday and tell me what you get uh-huh. mine is florida man tries to attack neighbor with tractor <laughs> so it's like this whole thing so everyone has just been googling florida man followed by their birthday so I did mine okay and it's horrible I was like florida man needs to go to bed so <laughs> Florida man, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Stop doing stuff. So Florida man, it was July 16th. Um, this one was, I think, two years ago. Uh-huh. No. no, it was last year. It was actually last year. Florida man was plotting to torch 15-story condo to burn Jewish neighbors. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, so Florida man... Florida man, get it, get it together. That's great. Oh, now I want to do mine. Oh, you have to do it, do it, do okay, it. Okay, live and in, in action. Let's pull yes! up. Yes, we're gonna live Google the Florida man <laughs> challenge because that's that's how we do. All right, typing it in, Florida man, and then you just put your birth. Your did you put like just your actual birth date, all of it, or just your? I put month and date month and date because year you know florida i don't think florida man goes that far back yeah (laughs) okay in the 70s i don't think they were as wild (laughs) okay the first one that came up is nude florida man burns himself while dancing in flames (laughs) duh (laughs) like florida man gets wet Uh, by going in the pool like uh, (laughs) oh yes yes but why? Why are you dancing in flames, Florida man? Um, so yeah, that's that's good. That's um, so funny. So, so yeah, yeah, so everyone out there, do that and do that. 
write what you find underneath um, Facebook posts tomorrow. Yeah, that be fun. yeah. When after you hear this episode, go on our Facebook page and find um, the post for for this episode, and then we'll we'll follow along with your Florida man. Mm-hmm. Take the Florida man challenge with us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's so okay. awful. Oh no, <laughs> it's so bird dancing though. in flames. Florida man, cut it out, Florida man. Florida man, oh my god, uh, cracks me up. So, um, so yeah, that's a viral thing. Okay. There was something else that happened earlier, but I saw that and that just cracked me up. No, that's great. Um, yeah. So wait, tell me everything. There's a bunch of stuff happening, and I just don't care. I don't okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's some more Wendy Williams stuff. There's some more stuff that came out about Pastor John Gray. And I just don't want to talk about it. It's just a whole lot. Okay. But I will t- share the thing that made me very sad today. Oh, okay. Um, it was announced that one of my favorite shows. Uh-oh. It's coming back for one season, more season, and then it will be ending at the end of the next season. So, okay. shit, Shit's Creek. Oh, I saw that, and I thought of you because you did say that you liked that show. Have you ever tried to watch it? No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to put it in the rotation. Okay, so yeah, Chang got me onto that, <laughs> oh, okay. and it is hilarious. Um, what's her name? Gosh, I cannot think of her name now. But she's in all of those um movies with Eugene Levy. Um, anyway, gosh, what Maureen Ma- Maureen O'Hara? Okay, she plays the mom, and the affect that she puts on is so hilarious, and it just gets so exaggerated. And the way she dresses, like always in black and white, even her pajamas are very formal with like a little bow or something. She always <laughs> has a little wig. And the way she talks is so hilarious. She was an actress. Okay. And so um, like the way she says baby cracks me up. It reminds me of like the um, Pink Panther and the, the Bugger. Oh, I'm bugger. I'm bugger. I'm bugger. So she always does the baby. The baby. Why? What is up with the baby? And so she always just says it like very strangely. And so it's, I love it. And I will miss them so much. So it's just like Eugene Levy, you know, the dad from like American Pie comedian, the uh-huh, yeah, eyebrows yeah. and the glasses. Him and his son created this show together. Okay. That's and cool. Sons in it, yeah. So there's, it's like really, um, it's really, it's really cute. And so, yeah, they announced it today. I'm, su- I was surprised because it does seem pretty. I mean, I've heard about it from more than just you. Um, so, you know, like online, other people have mentioned it. You know, so it seems pretty popular. So I'm surprised it's not being re-upped. I wonder well, why. It is, it's. I don't know. I like think they're doing they're... one more season and then it's over, right? Yeah, I think they are deciding to oh okay okay i i thought and, it was like canceled no and it's like on canadian tv like it's a um, canadian show okay so um yeah okay yeah so um yeah so he says so the levies dan uh-huh. and eugene uh-huh. <laughs> um to our dear fans we are very excited to announce that Shit's creek is coming back for a sixth season on CBC and Pop in 2020, 
We also wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that we have decided season six will be our last. We are so grateful to have been given the time and creative freedom to tell the story in its totality, concluding with the final chapter that we had envisioned from the very beginning. Oh, okay. It's not lost on us what a rare privilege it is in this Mm -hmm. industry to get to decide when your show should take its final bow. Hmm. We could never have dreamed that our fans would grow to love and care about these characters in the ways that you have. We are all so excited to begin shooting these last 14 episodes and can't thank you enough for the overwhelming love and generosity you've shown us. We hope you continue to enjoy the rest of our fifth season as we prepare to shoot our sixth. Best wishes and warmest regards, Dan and Eugene Levy. Oh, neat. Okay, yeah. so they're like kind of going out on a high note. They are, because like like, you would think, huh? Like Seinfeld. Yes, yeah, so you would think that like it would get old, because it's kind of like this, you know, like the rich people put in this poor situation, they lose all their money. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a trope. Like, you know, it's, it's a, a trope, thing. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's so funny, and it's kind of like the little it hasn't someone compared to Parks and Rec in that like the townspeople uh-huh. and their little um weird the little weird townspeople like all sure. play a pa- part of it. Uh-huh. And you get to like know like each of the little weird people in the town. And it just like adds to it. His their his daughter, um Eugene Levy's daughter is also in the show. Oh neat. Well. So it's like a she big plays family a project. Yeah. So it's like really it's really cute and it's hilarious and um yeah the main family is just so so funny so yeah so I'm sad but I'm still enjoying season 5 I need to watch the next episode maybe tomorrow I should be able to watch tomorrow so yeah so yay very cool um and the last thing um Mm -hmm. like I said there's other stuff but I just want to note um Anthony Bourdain Memorial Book is going to be released in May. Oh. So it's been almost a year since he passed away. Has it been almost a year? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, that what I feel like that felt, feels still very recent. Yeah. And so um, CNN is going to release um, a book called Anthony Bourdain Remembered. So mm. initially, this book was made just for his his daughter, mm-hmm. um, but the estate re- agreed to publish it in a, you know on a wider scale, which is you know good for her. You know that'll mm-hmm. help with her you know life know, life yeah. <laughs> um, so it's basically a collection of memories and anecdotes from fans, journalists, writers. You know you'll have oh, commentary nice. from Barack Obama, Eric Repair, Kim Burns, Jose Andres, Questlove, and more. Hmm. Um, so, um, in the description of the book, it said these mem- remembrances give us a glimpse of Tony's widespread impact through his political and social commitments, his dedication to travel, eating well and widely, hmm. and his love of the written word, along with his deep compassion, open-mindedness an interest in lives different from his own. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be released on May 28th and pre-order it now on Amazon. Nice. That sounds really lovely. Mm-hmm. Aww. So sad. Mm-hmm. So sad. How old is his daughter? Um, I, don't, I can't remember, but I think she's like under 10. 
Oh gosh, he's really young. Yeah, because I don't think yeah he only had kids when he got like remarried. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible. Yeah. Hmm. So that's it. I don't want to talk about anything else after that. Womp womp. <laughs> Way to end on another sad note. Oh, hey, did you watch this week's This Is Us? No, because I just caught up. Can I, okay, I'm going to talk about my, I'm not really going to talk about my week, but just okay. to say I'm tired as hell. And <laughs> I've been going nonstop since last Friday. Uh-huh. And um, I barely got to watch last week's This Is Us okay, on so you're... Monday. I'm like a week behind. Okay, so yeah, last week's was good too. Yeah, I will. I'm getting so tired of the Pearsons. Are you getting yeah. tired of them? They're wearing me out. Really? I mean, they are. I'm so, I'm so tired of them. And I'm feeling sorry for Miguel. Oh, poor Miguel. And Madison, yeah. what did Madison do? Oh my gosh, he was so mean to Madison. I was like, don't act like you don't know that Madison's like her best friend. I know like you're her twin, but come on. Yeah, what's what's his name again? Kevin is such a jerk. He's just a jerk. Like he's like a jerk and he always has been. And but you know, it's it's really a credit to the acting and the writing because they have written him as an addict so well. Um, cause he does, he has like, you know, like he really portrays it perfectly. Like the classic, mm-hmm. like addict personality, you know, always a victim, always, you know, somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like constantly, uh, you know, blaming every, any and everything but themselves. Like, and so a total narcissist, everything total is like narcissist. Yeah. Him. And like, him, yeah, him at the center and just. Lying to everybody constantly. I'm just like, oh, so over him. Like, yeah, no, it's and um, Randall's on my list too, and I ha- I've heard about some things about the next episode. He's on my list too. Oh yeah, Randall does not does not do well in this latest Since episode. Last episode, yeah, he told her to quit. I'm like, oh, you're on my list, Buster. Yeah, he's yeah he's um he's he's struggling. His uh his uh the veneer the yeah his shipping um <laughs> yeah because i was like he yeah it's kind of like okay you're like kevin but like the appearance of a good guy which i'm just like you're selfish too so i don't know i don't know i think he's just i you know i think it's different in that he's um so impulsive impulsive he he suffers more i feel like from a you know uh what is it a savior complex mm-hmm. um then you know so it's just a different sort of thing um but you know but i am glad that they're even though like you know i love him and um what's her face beth um it makes it real yeah like i like that they're making them like not this like you know perfect relationship but that they're they're real people with Mm -hmm. with actual flaws and real dynamics you know like Mm -hmm. which i thought um, was something that was sort of missing a bit from them before. Mm-hmm. So now that we're getting to know them better, I really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so it's good. You'll it, this episode is is really good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying this season. 
Okay. Um, I did really enjoy it. The one that you that you're up to speed with was like a little too much like being at work for me. Like I was like, oh, oh my God, this like I was like they're a nightmare family to have, like sitting in a waiting room. Like I was like, oh my gosh. And how sorry did you feel for the poor lady whose daughter had the baby and was just like um her <laughs> eating her chips all loud in the middle of the whole thing. Yeah. That Miss Roll goal. Yeah, she was about <laughs> to get drop kicked. She didn't even know. No, she she was clueless. Yeah, but I was like, ooh, like I did. I thought that was pretty smart, though. Like this whole, um, I love anything like that. Where, girl, what are you doing? Pouring some wine. Oh my gosh, it's so loud. Um, sorry. The um, not sorry. (laughs) Um, the whole idea of whenever anyone takes like one setting and like has like a bunch of you know like just creates a whole experience in just one room or whatever I love that and so the fact that they picked like a hospital waiting room was just like classic to me because I was like yep been there done that seen that like deal with that every day <laughs> like you know you've got the more family that shows up the crazier it is um so yeah yeah, too many hospital waiting rooms. Yeah, totally. Yep. With that. Okay, so what's going on in your world? Let's get personal. Let's get personal. I Like I said, I had a lovely weekend because it was so just lovely and warm. Um, on <clears throat> I had a spa day with the girls on Saturday um, out in Pasadena, which is always fun. And... Um, that was really nice. And then um, totally unexpected, my uh, girlfriend, Mickey, uh, from D.C., Virginia, really, um, was out with her family uh, visiting. Doing, they were doing spring break out here. Um, okay. so, they, um, so we hooked up, or I, I hooked up with them on, what are you, okay, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> Sorry, can you hear that? That loud? these it's, microphones are amazing. No, it's like it sounds like you are crumpling paper into the microphone. Yeah, and I have I've like had it away from the microphone. Like it's like a, over a foot away. No, it sounds like it is on top of it. That's amazing. Good job, iPhone. Um, Good job, no, iPhone. I was, I was getting the last two. M&M's, M&M's I, I yeah. should have known yeah okay yeah okay go okay, on great. continue <laughs> um so anyway um yeah so she was out here with her family which was super exciting one I haven't I've seen her they they lived in LA before they had kids then mm-hmm. they moved back to the east coast about gosh seven no it made let's say like might have been like 10 years ago now and Mm -hmm. she's been back out she's you know she's worked for a few different um companies since then and you know she's flown back out here on business a few times so I've seen her a couple of times in that in the time that they've been gone but Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen her husband since they left and I never had met her kids because they didn't have them here they had them there um so I got to meet her boys and hang out with the family and Oh my gosh, I love her kids. Like they're hysterical. Um, a fourth grader, two boys, fourth grader and a seventh grader, and they're both so much fun. The fourth grader is like a total crack up. Um, 
Like he literally had me like just dying laughing. Like he's so cute and so funny. Um, and it was just nice. It was just nice seeing them as a unit and hanging out for for an evening. Like uh, I met up with them over at the Santa Monica Pier, and then we went and grabbed a quick bite to eat. So it was very cool. Nice. So yeah, so really nice weekend, but it did mean that I was totally, like, I didn't have like my normal weekend where I like did all my meal prep or whatever, you know, so my week has been totally off, like sleep wise, I've been off because I didn't get enough sleep on, you know, I didn't get enough sleep Sunday night leading into the week. And that's just been screwy every, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) like I didn't have the right food all week long and, you know, so everything's just been kind of a mess, but well worthwhile to have you know good times with friends over the weekend it happens so rarely that I'm not even Mm -hmm. mad um and then um the other new thing that I've started doing is um I started seeing a chiropractor did I tell you about this you mentioned it last week yeah did I mention it last week on the show Mm -hmm. okay so um I'm like, you know, so I've I've been back a couple of times since last week and I just, I really do like it. Like it, it really does help like with all the little random 45 year old aches and pains. Oh, <laughs> Lord, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's really, really helpful. So I'm like, um, I'm on it. And the great thing is that did I say this too, that I take the, my insurance they yes. take my flexible spending account. So it's like, <laughs> like the winter dinner, winter, winter, chicken dinner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I've been doing that. That's great. Um, I'm still knitting. I'm knitting as we speak. Um, and that, that multitasking. Feel, I'm multitasking. It feels very therapeutic. And um, what else? I'm looking forward to this weekend. Or specifically, I'm looking forward to Saturday because the cat is going to the groomer. I'm taking the dog to go get a bath. Both of them are in desperate need of their groom day. Mm-hmm. While we are off doing all those things, the cleaning lady will be here cleaning up my incredibly messy home. And um, and because she's coming, it means it's going to force me to straighten up the house on Friday mm-hmm. night. And there's a ton of straightening that needs to get done. So I'm going to come home after work on Friday and just straighten up, straighten up, straighten up. Um, so, and I'll be super motivated to do it because I like to get everything out of her way so that she could take care of the serious business of cleaning mm-hmm. the surfaces and all the other stuff that I'd rather not do. So, yeah, so Saturday should be glorious because we're going to get up early, get the cat to her appointment, get the dog cleaned probably go out for a little breakfast after that. And then when I come home, the house is going to be clean and the animals will be clean. Everyone will be clean. So fresh and so clean. So fresh and so clean, clean. So, yeah. So um, I think that's probably everything. I've, I've I've rediscovered cookie butter. Okay. Um, but you know, I've, I've found a few recipes, not really recipes, but kind of like ways to consume it that don't feel like, oh, I'm just eating the jar of cookie butter. Um, so, um, so when you take, um, like a cup of Greek yogurt 
Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, yeah, like just like a like a cup of Greek yogurt and a big spoonful of cookie butter, like a, maybe like a tablespoon, mm-hmm. and mix it in there. It tastes like this, like a sweet, kind of like a like a sweet. Um, what is it? Like a snickerdoodle ice cream almost. Because, hmm. you know, like uh, Greek yogurt has that creamy, ice creamy mm-hmm. texture. And cookie butter is delicious. Um, so it kind of gives the, yeah, it gives kind of like that, just like a sweet spice cookie taste to the yogurt. And it, and it's, it is like, like, you know, kind of like a, a sweet against the yogurt's kind of um, tart, you know? Okay. So it's delicious, and so you kind of like it feels like a little like like you're treating yourself like a little dessert. But it's you're you're you know it's zero percent Greek yogurt, which is good for you, and you just a table probiotics. And- yeah, my probiotics working for me, and then um, cookie butter, which has nothing in it that is really good for you, but at least it's only a tablespoon, so, so you don't feel so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's my latest um, concoction. I guess it's more than a recipe. Oh, or could, cool. or, oh yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's all okay. I've got. That's plenty. So yeah, food news. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh god. Tell me, tell me about yourself. So I told you, and this is something you were like, I can't, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I recently discovered the vegetable um, masala burgers at Trader Joe's. <laughs> that's right. And I'm obsessed. I bought today when I went. Okay. Along with the chili lime chicken burgers. Hmm. That sounds interesting. Good. So I ate that yesterday. I had a little broccoli kale slaw. Mm-hmm. Delicious. On the side. And then I did the chili lime turkey burger. Had a wheat bun, pepper jack cheese, and a little guacamole. Oh, that all sounds quite tasty. Delicious. It was so good. Okay. And so the vegetable burgers, I basically just ate those um, before. <laughs> but now I bought, like, they have this new mango, um, like, spicy kind of sauce. So I'm going to mix that with a little, like, make a little aioli. Mm. And like a little mayonnaise with that and put that on the burger and see how that with some little oh that veggies. sounds good mm-hmm. so yeah I'm very very <laughs> clearly clearly very excited it's fun discovering like new things that you like can easily incorporate into your menu yeah and they have a, like a little because I wanted to I've been following like this Trader Joe's um, Instagram account uh-huh. so they have like little recipes some things I'm just like no but then I saw one for like with this, that same mango sauce and it was like a falafel wrap. And I was like, I picked those falafels up and put them back down. So I was like, now I go back and get those falafels. That sounds great. I'm trying to do more like, as you can see, vegan vegetarian meals. Okay. Incorporate in the midst of all this chicken eating I do. Oh, girl. Um, you and that delicious chicken. Girl. <sighs> yesterday I had some today. <laughs> Okay, because I'll tell you why today. Do tell. Because um, your vice president messed up my day today. So, what? How? I. Oh, was he okay. in town? 
Yes. And not uh, only in town, he was across the street from our office. Oh, wow. What's he doing just over there? What's over, right. what's over there? Apparently a TSA office. The TSA uh, office is over there, okay. which I did not know. And I, I guess it's a good thing nobody knows that it's over there. But anyway, <laughs> so I like was kind of in and out of the office because I had like, you know, a show that I had to go to and I had to go run some errands, do some things. So I was kind of in and out. And so every time I would go out and come back in, it was something different. So I went out and I had to go do some errands, come back. And like literally there is a police car. A different kind of police. There was like the Georgia Highway Patrol, East Point um, police, Atlanta, City of Atlanta police, like all different manner in every driveway in the office park. Wow. And I was like, what is happening? And then in the, you know, across the street, there is, you know, like a bunch of office buildings, apparently the TSA is over there. Mm-hmm. And there were like men with guns drawn. So, I'm like, I'm in, you know, South Fulton, <laughs> East Point. I'm thinking there's got to be a sting, some kind of bus. And I mean, like, there was literally, like, 15 patrol cars. Wow. Wow. This one, you know, like, how our, it kind of goes around a little bit? Yeah, it's like your it's basic, like, like, office park that kind of, like, winds up and over and around. Yes, yeah. So, like, about 15 cars in that one little Wow. Bend. And so I was like, what the heck is going on? And so I was in, I was like, okay, I'm going to ask somebody. But of course, I get busy and forget to ask somebody. Mm -hmm. So then the fella had some car issues. And so he had to take his car to the shop. So Mm -hmm. I was like, do you need me to pick you up? He's like, yeah, they said it's going to be like a few hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm on my way to go pick him up. And then while I'm on my way, he's like, oh, it's ready. And I was like, why did they tell you a few hours? Right. I'm like, well, I'm going back to work. So I go back (laughs) to the office. (laughs) Bumped at. Right. if you find like what am I doing you got your car so I (laughs) so I um, go get ready to like turn into the thing um, to the office part and realize they have cars blocking off all the entrances and exits so I can't turn oh no what am I gonna do so I was like okay well I need to go to Publix and what was I? I was like, oh, I'll just I'll get a drink, and then I saw some chicken, <laughs> and so I had to buy chicken. Dang it! Because I was it like, forced you into some chicken consumption. Yeah, because I was like, my healthy <laughs> salad is at the office, and I can't get in there, and I'm hungry. So I end up eating some chicken, and then uh-huh. by the time I get out and I go back in, I go the other way in the other end of the office park. It's all cleared up. I see, like, all the 15 police cars, like, leaving. And Uh so, yeah. So then I'm able to go back into the office. And there are still some there. But, yeah, so it was kind of off and on, off and on. And so then I had an appointment at 5. And um, the client was like, hey, what's going on over here? I was like, okay, is it still going on? Because I was going to call you guys and tell you not to come. Because I didn't know what was going on until I got back to the office. They were like, oh, the vice president's over there. I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, like, they had the whole part, like, blocked off. And then they cleared it. When I, I was like, okay, so they're just, like, clearing and blocking. Clearing and blocking right. for, like, over an hour. So I was like, okay, okay, whatever. Like, when is he going to leave? So that I can, because at least I was, like, you know, fine to find out. Because my um, broker was like, 
Okay, because I posted on our Facebook group. I was like, what is going on? Does anybody know what's going on? I'm like stuck here. I can't get back in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, vice president's over there. So she, someone told me that. And so she calls like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, the vice president. She's like, okay, so no, nothing like violent or anything. I was like, no. Because like, there was like a helicopter. Oh, sure. Yeah, like all this stuff. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah so it's always is... rough when somebody from the... Uh... Whether it's the president the or the vice president, yeah, it's just, oh, Lord, that's always a nightmare. Yeah, and I usually, like, when it was in L.A., I would usually, they, they'd be, like, more on the west side. So I always kind of not be in that mess, usually. Yeah. Because I could take the streets, you know, home and not really get caught up in it. Right. But, yeah, it, I was like, why is he over here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that business, over here? business to take care yeah, of. Yeah, why? That's funny. I'm assuming that's where he went later for the fundraiser or whatever. Oh, he I'm went sure to. if there was yeah. any fundraiser, it was not, yeah, over by your, your office. No, by my office <laughs> in South Fulton. Yes, I'm so sure. Yeah, because that, you know, if anyone knows the demographics in South Fulton, definitely not. Not the fundraising. No, for my pants. For GOP, yeah. Mm-hmm. GOP, yeah. Heavy GOP fundraising in South Florida. <laughs> That's where you go. That's you where you go for that conservative conservative dollars. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not true. Oh, that's so really funny. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. So, so yeah. So that was it. He kind of like made my day a little batty. Um, and also, can I say? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. I have an assistant now because ah, my yes. schedule has been out of control, and I'm trying to get ahead of it before I drown. Mm-hmm. And. I love her. Like, I've known her forever anyway. Mm-hmm. But she is just a lifesaver. And Yay. she does things. Like, I, like, while I was out, I was like, oh, I have an appointment today. And I have a couple appointments tomorrow. So I was like, let me, like, pick up some water. Because I didn't have any water in my office for, uh-huh. you know, for my clients. And so I picked up some water. And I picked up, well, let me pick up, like, a little snacks or whatever. Because they're uh-huh. going to be, the, you know, whatever. And so I get back to my office. And... She was like, oh, I asked her to do something. She's like, oh, I left it in your chair. And I was like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. And then I looked down on the floor in the corner, and she has a little note that says, you might need these for this for your meeting. And I, I opened it up. First of all, there's like a bunch of water. Aww. And then a basket of treats. Wow, nice. Like pretzels and some candy. And like some little like granola bars and little, and I was like, oh my god! So I go and show it to um, Nasia and um, Shelly, my mentor, who mm-hmm. are literally next door to me. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Our offices are next door to each other. That's and awesome. And of course, they're like, oh, what is this? And of course, grab snacks. I was like, okay, of course, I'm sure, you can grab <laughs> you snacks. You can have too. one. <laughs> that wasn't yes. what I was talking. That's not why. I and I was like, and I used to be, you know, Shelly's assistant. Yes. And I was like. Oh, I was like, like, what is this? I was like, they did this for my, 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 my consultation, and they're like, what? And she was like, you never did anything like right. that to me. <laughs> right, right. 
great. I'm totally, I knew it too. I was like, I know where this is going. Shelly and always then has Nasia to was like, well, I'm definitely not doing anything like that for you. Wow, <laughs> Nasia. like, I haven't done anything like that for you either. And I was like, I would not even, I was like, I, I was like, first of all, I already told you that everyone is better than me as an assistant. Like when I told you like Nasia, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so much better than me. Like you're going to be so happy. So I was like, yeah, I'm not a great assistant. So there I was great compared to other people but I was like that's not my you know whatever so I was just like oh my god of course not I was never thought to do anything like this mm-hmm. oh god so I was like oh my god you make me look so impressive because I was like you know the people came fuck up yeah I know that you know you'll probably be a little snacky after you might want a little snack after work and she's like I do want a snack after work I'm hungry nice that's very so, cool yeah so she's good well that's like, what you want in an assistant someone who's thinking you know a few steps anticipating ahead. my needs yes. yeah so it's like i was like i told her i was like you are saving my life like you have no idea how helpful you have been Aww. already so i love her she is the best very cool. um yeah she's like on the team like she's a part of the squad so it's awesome it's awesome and we have some very exciting things coming up soon i can't wait to talk about them but yay hey um yeah and i'll talk to you offline about your stuff it's nothing major it's all good good. oh good good um (laughs) and didn't you is it is it wasn't it just this past wasn't it between last week and this week that you had another closing I've had two this week. Two this week. Okay, mm. that's okay. Nice. Hey. Yeah. So I was supposed to have one tomorrow. It's not going to happen, but hopefully it will happen next week. Okay. I think I have a couple more next week, depending Woo-hoo. on how that goes. So yeah, first quarter has been <laughs> awesome. Nice. You you fitting to get you another uh, kudos, another award, little gold star or whatever. Yeah, I'm about to get a a, a real gold star. Hey, because um, the hustle award. Because um, besides the hustle award, which I have been hustling, you have um, for real. But um, the um, I'm over halfway. Like I'm almost close to capping. So that is hey, awesome. hey, I'm gonna go up to cap before hey. the end of April. Yeah. So on track. So hopefully that will happen. So anybody who doesn't know what capping is, like if you're a real estate agent, most times you have to pay your broker a percentage of your commission. So you think real estate agents get big fat checks, three percent? I get like a quarter of that because I have to split it off with so many other people and taxes and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So once you cap, you pay your broker a certain amount, you get to keep a hundred percent one commission. Hundred. Yeah, so count it. I am waiting for that. So hopefully, yes. Give me that hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hundred. Hundred. So yeah, so that's yeah, that's. I'm tired as hell. I need a break. I already told you the fella wants to go to a national park, which is. <laughs> I was saying, what did I say? <laughs> I was like, what did I say? I was like, what to walk around? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was like, yes, I realize that this does not say Christian, but that's like, he wants to go see some water, and that's the closest place to go see some water. 
in Georgia, and you know, I am not an outdoor girl. Oh, because that's the other thing. I was in Target buying stuff where I'm doing some little pot buys for my clients. And so I'm doing like a little gardening thing. And I have bought okay. some like tomato seeds and summer squash, you know, whatever. Sure. And so the lady checked me. I was like, oh, do you garden? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Heavens no. What gives you and that I'm idea? I'm buying like 10 right. of seeds. <laughs> God, no. That sounds awful. I was like, I was like, I don't do outdoors. She's like, oh, okay. I'm like, these are for my, my clients. <laughs> for other people who like to be out in the dirt. Not me. In the dirt. Ugh. Ugh, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. It's dirty out there. There's bugs. So, yeah. There's bugs. So that's the other thing. I'm like, we're in Georgia. So there's bugs. Ugh. There's like snakes. Ugh. And nope. all manner of wildlife. And so... N- I don't think this is a thing that's going to happen, but I think I may either just go to church and then go to sleep or go to this other, uh, another agent is having an open house that he's for his own personal house. That's pretty much going to be a boy voyage to his house party. Okay. Um, So I might go to that for a little bit. That sounds Um, like fun. Yeah. That's going to be be good but I need a little break but yeah the walking around in nature Mm-mm. is not my idea of a break so no. yeah so huh. yeah, he's from the country <laughs> okay he is not like like bad country he's just from like no no I understand what you yeah. meant <laughs> yeah he's used to like land and shooting and fishing like there's like a a river like near where he lives like and he's like oh i'm tired of like you know i go to that one all the time they like go and go fishing i'm like okay what yeah yeah i would i went when i my mom loved fishing her and my aunt may leave so i would uh-huh. go sometimes when i was little and i hated it i hated the worms i hated being out on like just all of it was not my Awful. Cup of tea. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've never been that girl, so. Nope. Not me neither. Mm. Yuck, mm-hmm. yuck, yuck. No yeah. fishing, no worms. Nothing. None of that. Outside. Bugs, dirt. Like, I tell you, I keep saying, like, I want to do glamping. And I was like, I don't even want to do glamping. No. Why? Why? I, I want to stay someplace nice with really lovely accoutrements. I could just stay home. Right, and that's the thing. I was like, the hotel has to be better than my own home. Yeah, that's totally my thing. It's just, I've messed myself up because I've made my home oh. really nice. Yeah, your home is like the Andrea Palace. Like, it's it like everything that you want. And I mentioned you today, too, because mm-hmm. my client in our conversation is like, she wants a clawfoot tub. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, you're not going to find that, like, in, like, most homes unless it's like one of the older homes and it kind of fits the character Mm -hmm. I was like but I have a friend who put a beautiful clawfoot tub in her bathroom Mm -hmm. I'll ask her for the company when we get to that point yeah it's totally easy and now they're you know you don't they're the one that I have is um made of um it's a acrylic I want to say so it's not you know it's like a lightweight it's not like a yeah. you know like the old like cast cast iron tubs, but yeah, I didn't go into how much I hate your 
Well, and I love your bathtub. I hate your shower. Oh, it's complicated. It's so complicated. Yeah. I should not have anxiety taking a shower. So (laughs) it's supposed to be like one of those relaxing things you do. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I gotta do this. And there's so many steps. Oh my God. There are a lot of steps. I was like, okay, I can't do this. I'm just going to take a bath. There are a lot of steps. It's so much easier to take a bath. It really, really it is. is. And I was like, oh my god, this is so stressful, Andreas. It yeah, is. So I mean, I really it. like. I've gone. I mean, and I got the, I got the, the, the clawfoot tub because I, I like taking baths. And so now I pretty much exclusively take baths. Like I very, very rarely pull the shower curtain around and, and jump in the shower because honestly, with it's as complicated as it is, it pretty much takes just as long to draw a bath and take a bath as it does to get all situated for a shower so yeah your shower yeah yeah absolutely does <laughs> so, yeah i was like people are like why are they going to i was like you just have to see it's yeah. a whole it's thing a whole, it's a whole production it's a whole thing but it is it's a lovely lovely tub it is lovely highly recommend a clawfoot tub ladies and gentlemen I just want a big garden tub that I can just be free. Yeah, it's just nice to soak. It's just, you know, it's like you have to get clean. And it's nice to not, it's like, it's kind of nice to not um, have the shower options so readily available because it like forces you to just like sit, soak, you know, like you really... You're, it's like it's like you actually like you ha- you have to do it, but you don't have to do it standing up, and you can do it in a way that's like relaxing all at the same you time. Know, I'm in favor of sitting down as much as possible. It's nice to sit. And I feel like I'm on my feet a lot too, so I really do appreciate just sitting in my tub. And that makes me think about what I do want to do. I really want to go to like the Korean spa. You just mentioned that the other day, and I thought that was a good idea. So I think I should do that instead of walking around in nature. Would he go to a Korean spa? That's the thing. I don't know. You should ask. I should get him to go. Because he does like, I know it's not like a thing to say, he likes that kind of stuff. like Pampering? Yes. Oh, well, that's good. That's something you have in common. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, okay. He might. So I was like, I'll hum. I'm like, I'll bring it up. Bring um, it up. Yeah. So that'll be like nice and relaxing. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah. I just need to relax. Relaxing is like, good. I need, to, I need a day off. Excuse me. You need some self care, is what you need. Self care. It's all about self care. I nearly went off on somebody's day. Oh, no. Don't I was do like, that. I don't got time for this. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Mm-mm. Don't As do that. I was running out the door. I was like, man, why are people outside all these men <laughs> asking me for stuff? Wow. Not all these men. Are all the men swear, asking you for stuff? I swear it was like <laughs> a few of my colleagues. And like a client and some other person. I was like, I'm tired of asking these men, begging these men to do stuff. And I'm tired of asking me to do stuff. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Like either or the other. One or the other. That's really funny. I was like, all the men. 
in the car because I you know I have my well this week I don't but most weeks I have all my breakfast and everything ready to go um but I just don't I don't make time to eat it at home like I make you know I make time to do everything else in the morning heat up my food and you know but I just bring it in the car and I, because I sit in traffic for a good amount of time like literally sit in traffic um I can eat like <laughs> There's no sense in wasting time. So, yeah, there's no sitting in traffic for me. It's a cool 10 nice. minutes to work. Yeah, that's and, um, So, yeah, so I, you know, so, yeah, I make a French omelet pretty much every morning. Of course you do. <laughs> God, I can't stand you. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I make um, eggs Benedict every morning. So, yeah, like, I can't really have them in the car. <laughs> It's the one thing I don't really get tired of eating, and I like I said, I have to eat eggs in the morning to uh-huh. like be full. Sure. So, um, I bought Kroger had like a sale on their eggs for eighty eight cents a dozen. Okay. And so the CEO of the store, she's like, "Hey, they have the eggs." And usually in my store, they run out of eggs whenever they do that. Oh. Like, okay. Going to pick up some eggs for you? I was like, "Yeah, pick up two dozen." So okay. then I was like, oh, hell, I got two dozen eggs. I got to eat all these eggs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, pretty much I've been eating eggs. Um, yeah. And I'm making omelets. And so, you know, of course, I have all this fancy cheese. So, I've been <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've been doing, like, oh, my gosh. Like, Trader Joe's has this delicious fromage slices that mm. make the yeah. omelet making very easy. So I love it. You know, have my mushrooms sometimes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I just do the cheese and the avocado salsa. Mm, that sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually I do an omelet and hash browns or an omelet and fruit every morning. Okay. I'm just trying to get some lunch and dinner straight. The dinners, I usually go where I go off kilter. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dinners can be. Yeah, could be tough if you don't already have them done. Yeah, because then it's just like it's the end of the day. You're super like you know. I don't know. I feel like dinner is often my bigger meal. 
as I've eaten lightly throughout the day, you know, so it's easier. It's and hard. I try to do the opposite. I try to eat more in the morning and then try to eat lighter at night. And sometimes that does not work. So today I didn't get home. Like you were like, oh, I'm at home. And da, da, da. I'm like, I'm not even home yet. It was like 830 or something. I was like, I'm not home. I didn't get home till like 930. And by then I'm like, I don't feel like cooking anything. Yesterday I was cooking dinner at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh my god! So that's when I was getting home. So I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So I ended up stopping in Wendy's, and that's like the problem. So I was like, I need right. to start meal planning so that I can have, have something food. already mm-hmm. cooked. Yeah, yeah, you just need to make a couple of different things because you get bored. So you just make yeah, a couple of different things so that midweek you can switch to a whole other dinner. Yeah, like I said, the only thing I don't get tired of is like the eggs, the French yeah. omelets. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the French omelets. Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> they're so much easier to make than like people with the, and they're so pretty. Sure. The way you roll them and oh, so pretty. I love them. Wow, it's really just a lot of passion and energy around the French omelets. And I put like turmeric in my eggs. So of course, I told somebody I was like, I don't know what turmeric does, but it, I've it's supposed to do something. It's supposed to be really good. Anti-inflammatory. Anti-inflammatory it is, yes. Yeah, so I was like, I've been adding, you know, turmeric to my eggs. Mama Juju, she's all about the turmeric. Oh, yes. What? Uh I was in that neighborhood yesterday. I almost stopped by and got me a little bio Get you a little treatment. Yeah, girl, get you a treatment. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's it. I'm very, as my assistant said, you are very booked and busy. I am very booked and busy. You are. <laughs> I'm tired. And I am thankful because God is just working it out. So, Amen. Then, yeah, so I was like, ooh, yes. I like it. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good times. Good times. I'm going to knock off this last bit of my wine and take my behind the sleep. That sounds lovely. I'm going to finish this last row of knitting. Oh, God. Andrea. Hmm? When you say it like that, you sound like an old lady. I am an old lady. I'm an old lady with a dog, a cat, and knitting needles. Okay. Are you still coming out here in May? <laughs> Why? What does that have to do with my lovely no. evening agenda? <laughs> We've been talking about food so much, and I just wanted to... Yes. See if you're coming so that we can go to that breakfast place. Oh, that breakfast place that you posted on my timeline. Works. Girl, did you see all? Did you see the the pancakes they have? Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. have the Japanese like souffle pan- those big fluffy pancakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have you know crepes. Trouble, 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 trouble. They have able skeevers. Ah, oh, we love a good able skeever. Oh my gosh. I wonder what I ever did with that pan. <laughs> the Able Skeever pan. That's probably the most ambitious purchase you've ever made. But I used to use it for a good time. Like when you get anything. When you, you first it. get it, yeah. yeah. And then it, it becomes like, yep. just a thirty dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just taking up space. Yeah. Pan air, count air, whatever. Yep. But yeah, William Sonoma. Damn it, they get me every time. Damn it, William Sonoma. Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. All right. I'm on one percent, so I guess it's time for me to hang it up. <laughs> Probably. Literally. Literally. All right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's been fun. Bye. Bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait, tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait, tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>